It's the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show Podcast, presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte, the premier custom printing, marketing, and signage company located in the heart of Charlotte. Visit alphagraphicssouthcharlotte.com. Here's your host, Phil Constantino. Eric Salberg is the newest dog in town. He's been selected to lead the women's soccer program going forward here at Gardner-Webb University. And he is our latest guest here on the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show podcast. This conversation, as always, is brought to you by our friends at Alpha Graphics South Charlotte. Family owned and operated for over 25 years, Alpha Graphics South Charlotte has been the premier printing company and design solution serving the Charlotte market. Owner and operator Rich Shepler brings over 35 years of industry experience to the table, and his team of marketing and communications experts can help you expand your brand. Visit alphagraphicsouthcharlotte.com, that's alphagraphicsouthcharlotte.com, or call 704-849-9292. That's 704-849-9292. Eric Solberg brings eight seasons of head coaching experience to Gardner-Webb. Eric, congratulations and welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So tradition, as is with every new head coach here at Gardner-Webb, before we talk your sport, in this case women's soccer, a couple of uh, get-to-know-you questions. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Favorite movie? Oh, Shawshank Redemption, I think. Good one. Yeah. Very good one. Favorite musical artist? Oh, probably Third Eye Blind. That's kind of out there, but I'm a product of the 90s. Totally out there. Did not expect that. Don't think we've ever had that as an answer. (laughs) All right. Can't say I'm familiar with Third Eye Blind. Favorite food? Pizza. You know they call me Pizza Phil. I I didn't know that, honestly. Okay. We're going to have to talk after this is over. Perfect. You're from Chicago originally, right? I am, yeah. Yeah, that's not pizza. That's well, I'll, I'll, I'll just say this. I prefer the the tavern cut, thin crust to, to the deep dish touristy stuff any day of the week. But I know it's not New York pizza. I'm not. You not and here I to... can be friends. Yeah, well, I you hope so. You and I can be friends. I hope so. Favorite road trip entertainment? You're on the bus. Oh, you're man. on a plane. What are you doing? I'm a podcast fan. Uh, I like to listen to podcasts. If I'm not watching film on the game we just played or uh, on an opponent, uh, I'm a podcast listener. I love sports pods. Uh, Tony Kornheiser's show is probably my go-to, but we'll listen to to anything. I think you should listen to the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show podcast. Just a thought. We're going to add that to the list for sure. We'll have a new (laughs) subscriber by the end of the day. Favorite hobby, thing to do that has nothing to do with soccer? Oh, man. Um I'm not like a hobby person, but spending time with the kids, honestly, I've got a four-year-old and a nine-month-old, so that takes a lot of my time. We're avid sports fans outside of soccer, so we've we've always got, uh, my wife's a Baylor grad, I'm an Ole Miss grad, so we've got SEC or Big 12 sports on, but um, yeah, family consumes a lot of my time. I wish I had a, a different hobby, but maybe, maybe following the weather, as crazy as it sounds, is like a hobby. Hmm. Favorite sport that is not soccer? Wow, that's a tough one. I think uh, pro- probably football. I think I've just become a, like everybody in America, a football fan. Um, baseball, though, if it's you know, if it's like to go see in person on a beautiful day, like I, I think baseball. But if you're going to catch me watching something TV, it's it's probably football. And you mentioned your wife's Baylor connection, your Ole Miss connection. So we're going to take college teams out of this. Yeah. 
favorite professional sports team, any sport that they're playing, you're going to watch. Yeah, uh, so it'd be Liverpool in the EPL would be the okay. f- be favorite, and then the Cubs would be the Cubs would be second for sure. Well, you won in 2016, the Cubs. You hadn't done a whole lot of winning besides that. No, not in a, not in a lifetime. Not in a lifetime. <laughs> All right, there you go. Now we know Eric Solberg. So you come here to Gardner-Webb uh, after four seasons as the head coach at the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. So you've been a head coach in Division One before. How does that set you up for success here? Yeah, it's a, a great question. I think for, for me, it's, it's understanding how an FCS athletic department works. It's understanding – um, you know what it takes to to take a program that maybe has underachieved at least this past year and, and put them back uh, in, in championship contention in a conference. I think it's also providing stability. You know, when I took over at UAPB, it was the start of a global pandemic. I was the fifth head coach in five years, so I've definitely been part of rebuilding programs before. Um, and I think you know recruiting to a place that I think Gardner Webb actually has a fairly good brand uh, and I think the Big South is a really very reputable conference um, but I think recruiting to a place that's a little bit off the beaten path um, and is not a you know power four group of five school um, is something having that experience on a nationwide international level I think is something that will prepare us to bring the right players in to add to the to the roster we already have and, and get us back into championship contention here in the Big South. So let's talk about what year one looks like, right? Because you took over a program, you said five coaches in five years, even longer than that. They had six different head coaches in eight years right. at Arkansas Pine Bluff. First year was tough. Yeah. That's that's how it goes. Yes. So you're taking over a program here that now has formerly stability and now a third head coach in a third season. What is year one going to be like? Because it's tough to turn it around right away, right? Yeah, I think, I think the difference here is – you know, you have a core of kids here that were 15, 16 months ago in a Big South final, and there's still several of them on the roster, which I think is different than, you know, I've got, I had individual meetings yesterday with like 30 different players. So we have a core group. Now they're coming off a season where they were last in the Big South, right? So there's, it's a little bit of both. Where at UAPB, it was instability like crazy, the start of a pandemic, we were in a dead period recruiting. And I had like 11 kids when I took over. You know, this is a little bit of a better situation, in my opinion. So I think our goal, you know, short term is to make sure we're not taking shortcuts. You know, we have a bunch of seniors that are going to be in their last year playing soccer here at Gardner-Webb. And my goal is for them just to have the best experience they can have and win as many games as we have. We're going to use the non-conference schedule to really prepare for the Big South season. And, and hopefully we have a crack at getting to the conference tournament. And from there, you know, anything's possible once you have a seat at the table. Um you know, but I'm a process-oriented person. Um, I, I've been fortunate in, in pretty much every of my coaching stops to see linear progress. So I'm going to understand that regardless of the results in year one, like it's going to be a process, and my goal is for us to get better um, tangibly on the field every season. So if we win X number of games next year, hopefully we win more the next year. Um, but that being said, I, I do feel a little bit more stability here, and I do feel a little bit more of sense of urgency for these seniors to make sure that we have a great season uh, for them and, and make sure that we are in the championship contention by the end of it as long as you know we've got some recruiting work to do to fill in some some gaps and make sure that everybody buys into to what we're trying to put together but um, you know I, I think there's no reason we can't at least be competitive in every game in the Big South in year one and then from then on you know hopefully get better and better every year so that we're a fixture in the top three or four every season and contending for a title. You just spoke to it uh, it you just recently met with your players, met with the team. From what I have gathered, uh, there, for the most part, is a roster intact that you inherit. Yep. Uh, anyone who had entered the portal, most of them have 
uh, retracted their names from the portal uh, and have decided to stay at Gardner-Webb. How many players are you inheriting? How many roster spots do you have to fill? What does it look like right now? Because it does seem like, at least as far as personnel, a fairly stable situation. Yeah, and that's a huge a huge thing, especially compared to where it was at the end of the the season so um yeah we've got some really good players we're returning some starters we're returning you know the, the two that were selected big south all conference are coming back you know that's really important for us um and then you know there's still spots to fill you know i probably want to bring in eight to ten more kids that can come in and you know probably a mix of when the portal opens up again in may or more kids that are still straggling around in the portal now and and some freshmen um and, and making sure that they come in and, and help us get better you know providing depth i think strength in numbers is a really actually thing in soccer we can use to get control games, whether it's bringing in a wave of, of players as substitutes um, that can come in and make an immediate impact and keep the energy and, and work rate high, or the flip side, whether it's we're, we're subbing slowly and controlling the game and making the game miserable for our opponents and slowing things down. So I think we can definitely have strength in numbers, and my biggest goal in recruiting is to improve our depth and hopefully bring in, you know, add some players that can score a lot more goals. I think that's a – I'm an attacking-minded coach, and, and I want to bring in players that can have an impact on that level. But you're right, it's it's not a hopeless situation. We've got a, a core group – that have been around and, again, have been in a Big South final, have been in the top four of the conference. Um, so this past year notwithstanding, we, we have a core that um, you know knows how to get things done, and I think that's going to suit me, and I think it's going to be a, a good situation. And I think it also speaks to, to the university, right? I think the fact that so many players were willing to ride this thing out and give me a chance not only speaks to, to myself or, or the team, but I think it speaks to the university with players wanting to stick around and, and stay at Gardner-Webb and, and be part of what we're building. What's your recruiting philosophy? Yeah, I think my recruiting philosophy is, is bringing in, you know, I love recruiting. So it, my philosophy is to bring in kids that can help us climb up the conference standings. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Um, and, and looking, really leaving no stone unturned is kind of my philosophy, getting out there on, on a national level, but also an international level, and just making sure we find players that fit the culture of what we're trying to do, but also can help us. You know, I really, when I look at you talk about philosophy, look at a player, you know, I always try to say what's their defining characteristic and how does it help us, you know, not finish ninth out of nine in the big South? How does it fin help us finish this year fifth and the next year first or, or whatever the case may be? Um, and just try to bring that out and, and make sure that it fits what we need um, with our values. But, you know, that's really how I look at things is, look, we don't, we're not going to leave any stones unturned here in the state, but also coast to coast. You know, I've been a part of you know, we had a player of the year in the last conference I was in from California. We had a player of the year from Minnesota. You know, we, we've had a preseason player of the year from Canada. So, like, I'm, I'm going to look high and low and coast to coast and nation, uh, internationally to, to make sure we find the players that are going to help take us forward. I guess what's your balance of portal to high school senior? That's the pressing question for yeah, every coach I, nowadays. I, I think, look, I think – there's some really good things here with scholarshiping from the, the, the university with, with four-year transfers. Um, I think it's a mix. I've always loved building with freshmen, but you also can't ignore the portal. Like, there are kids that will – especially with the, the new $1.5 million soccer facility we're building with the, the resources we have here, the competitiveness of the Big South. There's no reason we can't go get some bounce backs from higher levels or players that, that want to be a part of what we're building. So I think there, there has to be balance. Um, I'm not going to be all freshmen and I'm not going to be all portal. Um, I, I do like to build with freshmen because I think sometimes – 
they make uh you know they, they stick around a little bit better and, and make better alumni and that sort of thing but at the same time undeniably at this level at mid-major uh women's soccer you can you can do some real damage in the portal and so it's definitely part of the recruiting plan for sure and, and again that, that philosophy of coast to coast internationally is is not going to stop us you know i think we're, we're going to look coast to coast in the portal as well your teams at pine bluff last year Led the SWAC in scoring. You finished 18th nationally in total goals, 49 of them. 20th nationally in goals per game, 2.33 per. Seems like you like to get up and down. What's your coaching style as far as the X's and O's? Yeah, look, I want us to be dangerous at all times, right? So as far as X's and O's, like, we would, I was t- I answered this question a lot with our players yesterday. We want to have the ball when we can have the ball. But if we're playing a team that's going to have, you know, is, is just, we're going to admit, and, and soccer's a strange sport this way, that they're just more talented than us and they're going to have the ball more. We're going to make sure that we're dangerous in a counterattacking style, that if they turn the ball over to us, we're two or three passes away from one chance, one goal. I mean, there is a couple wins we've had at, um, you know, Arkansas Pine Bluff where, look, we had one corner, we scored it, and that was the difference in the game, period. And so those are things we're going to always be dangerous from set pieces um but yeah we want to win the game in transition i mean i think that's going to be a a, a, hopefully a a trademark of our program that we build here is that look in transition we are dangerous dangerous um we're going to defend resolutely uh, but at the same time we're always going to be a threat to score and and you won't be able to ignore that in the the scouting report so that's hopefully what we try to build you know i'm I'm definitely a passionate person um and and i look to look forward to bring that to the sideline and to our team and um you know, it's. I'm looking forward to seeing what – I think this is really honestly one of the better teams I've ever inherited. And so looking forward to seeing what we can put together when we add in a few recruits and, and put the finished product together. Yeah, you were at Northwestern Oklahoma State for a season. You've coached at all different levels here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this move from Pine Bluff to Gardner-Webb, FCS level Division One to an FCS level Division One. you had Pine Bluff rolling. Nine wins each of the last two years, best two-year stretch in – about a decade and a half there. Uh, why Gardner-Webb and why now? Why make that move from Pine Bluff to Gardner-Webb? Yeah, I think, look, I think here the the facilities, the resources, um, and what they're building, as well as the vision of, of Dr. Downs and Dr. Goodrich from president to AD and their alignment, um, really, I want it to be at a place where you can expect to win and, and compete for championships. And it may not happen overnight, but you can really build something sustainable. Um, I want it to be at a place that is faith forward where we can talk about Jesus and, and build a culture that, um, you know, people have an experience with, with God and with Jesus on our, our team and on our campus. I think that's really important um, to me. And I was ready to be in a place that was like that again, because I was at that place at the division three level, but also a place that's inclusive and is not going to, you know, throw people out because they believe one thing or the other thing where we can recruit all kinds of different people again from coast to coast and and internationally as well Um, and then you know I'm a competitor so I want to compete at the highest level I think there's no doubt the Big South is is a more competitive higher prestigious conference than the SWAC that's no offense to the SWAC in women's soccer I just think that's that's reality and so I wanted to be at a place where I could compete at the highest level and and really felt like this was a great move for our family I think the vision of the president and and our director of athletics really aligns with me personally Um, and then look I, I like a challenge you know three head coaches in three three seasons is, is my 
right kind of challenge. I like taking a team from the bottom, you know, and trying to get them to towards the top. I mean, both jobs that I've had my, my previous two, we were picked last the first season. We might be picked last in the fall again this year, and that's not something I'm scared of or shy away from. I was really ready for the next challenge and, and really to be at a place where they expect to win, and, and I feel like we have a legitimate chance and, and the real resources to go do that. So tell me about your schedule here. I know you have a flight to go catch this afternoon. Yeah. You're in town for a couple of days. Yeah. I assume you got to move the family from Arkansas yeah. to North Carolina as we record this thing on Friday, January 19th. So what's your schedule like? When do you get back here full time yeah. and, and sort of hit the ground running? Yeah, so we'll be back. I'll be back next week. Uh, this was a, a great way to meet the players and look at some real estate and, and kind of get rolling that way and get her – kind of get my wife here and, and understanding where we're going to live and all that but you know we um i'll be back here monday tuesday and ready to start um training on wednesday so wow. we'll be right into it i'm excited i think the players are really itching it's been a longer layoff than normal for them and so we're really excited to get into it and yeah we're not going to waste any time and then you know first spring games will roll around exhibition games i think we got one before spring break and then we'll have a few after before the semester winds up so we got plenty of time to get to know each other um as a program and and uh, i'm really excited for the future but yeah it's gonna it's gonna be quick i'm gonna get there have a couple days to pack up and turn around and and get back here to get rolling next week now before we wrap up, you said as we were getting ready to sit down and record, there was a moment in time in your life that you were in broadcasting? Yeah. Please, enlighten me. Yeah, so um, I, I really I got my, my feet wet doing public address announcing, and that's something I've still done here. I did actually the NCAA Division Three National Softball Championship last year. I've done the SEC Softball Championship before. Um, and, and I spent a summer, I, I, was, I was a volunteer assistant at, at Nichols State University in South Louisiana. Yeah. Back in 2013 is where I got my start brilliant mentor Mike Wagenheim uh, was the director of broadcasting now he, he now works in global news um, and he just gave me a mic and let me go do my thing in women's basketball and baseball and uh, I was not ready for it but he encouraged me to make mistakes and I spent a summer in the, in the Northwoods League coach uh, calling uh, uh, summer summer collegiate baseball uh, for the Rochester Honkers in 2014 and still picked it up every once in a while when somebody needs a fill-in uh, but but definitely happy to be on the coaching side um, but yeah, I love, always have a passion for, for good broadcasting, public address announcing, all of that. So it's been, it's been fun just to see how the, the profession has grown and see new upcoming talent come through. And I have no regrets, but it, it yeah, it was, it was fun. I definitely thought, you know, I was going to be the next Al Michaels for a little bit, but, um, you know, I, I'm glad to be coaching soccer instead. So listen, if you have a free moment this spring and you want to come out and, uh, maybe we need a, a play-by-play -play announcer for a baseball game. You know I'm where in. to find me. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, you know where to find me. As long as it's, it's – if my family's not here yet too, it's even easier. So, no, I, I, it's it's always fun. I, I think it's it's like riding a bike, getting back on. I'm not going to say I'm great at it, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Every once in a while when I've been able to jump on the mic again, it's, it's, always, uh, it's always a blast, something I love doing. Eric, thank you for the time. Again, Thanks, congratulations. Man. Welcome to Gardner-Webb. Uh, all the best of luck, and uh, – We'll be out there watching you. Thanks for uh, stopping on the Coaches Show podcast. I appreciate it. Let's go dogs. That's Eric Solberg. He's the new head women's soccer coach here at Gardner-Webb University. That does it for this edition of the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show podcast presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte. I'm Phil Constantino. Thanks for joining us. Catch you next time. The Gardner-Webb Coaches Show podcast is a presentation of the Running Bulldogs Sports Network. Any reproduction, retransmission, or other use of this podcast without the express written consent of Gardner-Webb Athletics is strictly prohibited. Announcers are selected by Gardner-Webb University. 
You've been listening to the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show podcast presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte.